Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Coming to you live today from the Pella Windows and Doors Studio of Wisconsin. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Home Building Hero. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. Today's topic, spring selling market tips. All right, guys, spring is here and the housing market is white hot. It would be even hotter if there was more inventory on the market. But sadly, that's the challenge of today's market is that there are more people out shopping for homes than available inventory. Our inventory is hovering at two months or less on the market, which is historically low and very challenging for home buyers. So we're going to talk a little bit from both sides of the coin, a little bit about some tips if you're a home buyer out there trying to land a property, as well as a seller out there trying to sell your property so you guys can hopefully get the home that you want to buy if you're a buyer and if you're a seller you know, make sure that you maximize the value of your property and that you don't put yourself in a difficult situation. So we're going to talk about this in a couple different tiers as well. So we're going to talk about the low tier, the mid tier, and the high tier. And, um, you know, some different ideas and strategies just to make sure that you guys are taking care of things. So let's begin. If you're in the lower tier, now this is going to be different from each region of the country, but I'm going to talk specifically about my market and uh, you may have to adapt your pricing slightly, but my lower tier of homes right now is $350,000 and under. That's in the uh, Waukesha County, Metro Milwaukee area here of Wisconsin. That's what I would consider the, the lower tier of affordability for homes. And that number has creeped up a lot, but the, generally that block of pricing is is being handled fairly similarly in that there is so much velocity there and there's so much demand for that price point that uh, as soon as properties are getting listed, they are getting sold. And so if you're a seller, first and foremost, before you get that thing on the market, you're going to want to make sure that you are ready personally to move out because if you have something $350,000 or under, you're likely to move that property very, very quickly. So you better make sure that you have an apartment in mind or lined up. If you are looking at buying a home, you may want to already have an accepted offer on it um, or have three or four properties that you really like that you're ready to jump on because you most likely will find yourself with an accepted offer uh, within two or three days of when you list it. And more than likely, you're going to need to get out of there within around a month or so, maybe 45 days if, if your buyer has you know traditional financing and things to work through. So that's the good news. The good news is you're going to sell your house quickly. You're probably going to get as much as you're asking for it, if not even a little bit more. So those are the good things. The bad news is you're going to have to be ready to go. You're going to have to be ready to pull the trigger and move out. So some quick selling tips for people in that lower tier market. Have your house move out ready, meaning declutter, kind of pack up any non-essential items, um, basically make sure that the house is generally fairly clean. Um, so again, clutter free, make sure your front door, um, looks really nice and attractive. Um, uh, take care of any obvious defects, uh, that you would see and have your plan ready to 
uh, move and transition to your next property because you're going to have to act quickly. So those are some of the, the quick tips on seller's end. Obviously, other things, we're into the springtime of year. Make sure that you know your landscaping is, is squared away as best you can. Uh, you know, just take care of any of those little winter damage things. So if some, you know, plow truck came through on your driveway and uh, took out a chunk of grass, you know, patch that up. Uh, make sure your mulch beds look good. Again, the front door should be tidy, clean. Um, you have to just do a little touch-up paint around the front of the home. Uh, inside, when you first walk in, maybe bring the neighbor over and do what I call the smell test. The smell test is just have someone besides you or your family walk into the house. Do you smell anything? What do you smell? Where do you smell it? Get that taken care of because that's one of the biggest turnoffs for people when they buy a new home is someone else's smell, whether it smells like a pet or some sort of cooking or just some sort of unpleasant odor. Uh, have have a neighbor that you trust come over and do the smell test. <laughs> Sounds funny, but it's true. Uh, a couple other quick things. Make sure that your blinds um, are open and there's lots of natural light in your home. This is a good time to make sure your windows are cleaned. If you don't uh, like to clean your windows, hire a win window cleaning company. Uh, make sure that they're sparkly. You can see the outside. And um, again, just take care of any obvious things. You know, light bulbs are out. Uh, take care of that kind of stuff. There's a ding in the wall. Get that fixed before you sell it because more than likely you're going to get a pretty high priced offer. And if your house is super clean, move in ready, you probably are going to have people competing for it and spend even more than your asking price. So don't don't kick yourself in the foot and have to give away money to fix something that um, you know is is obvious that needs to be fixed. It might cost you 200 bucks to fix a ding in the wall, but if you leave it, they might offer less than asking price. They might offer you two or three or $5,000 less and you're shooting yourself in the foot by not having your house ready to go. If you're a buyer in that market, uh, buckle up and get ready for some disappointment because you're probably going to miss out on a few homes. Uh, in order to really land the home of your dreams, you're going to have to do a couple things. So first, what you're going to need to do is make sure that you're pre-approved and have that pre-approval letter with any offer that you write. You may want to have a little written letter that goes along with it that explains your story and why uh, you are, are moving and why this home would be perfect for you and give that right to your broker. Um, as soon as something comes available, you're going to want to be flexible and be able to go look at it. And if you think you like it, be prepared to write an offer immediately and write your best offer right up front. You may have to even put in what's called an accelerator clause. An accelerator clause is basically a document that says that there's another offer on the property you're, you're instructing uh, the seller that you'll go up to a certain dollar amount. So you kind of say that, hey, I've got, I'm opening up the bid and you can set a dollar increment. So you'll say, I'll go up you know, $1,000 higher than the next highest bid up to a certain amount. So you can kind of, it's kind of like an option um, or it's almost like eBay where you say, okay, my max bid is $100 and you can go up in $5 increments. Um, so if somebody bids $90, um, hey, you're, you're going to go 95. So a similar situation with homes, you can do that. Um, that sometimes helps. Uh, the big thing is uh, make sure that you show your, your credit worthiness. Um, if you're in the really low tier, probably under $200,000, um, you may lose out because there's there's been a lot of situations where people have all cash offers and um, that's tough to beat because that's uh, basically a guaranteed closing. And um, you know, you have to have some really favorable terms for that. 
So be able to sell your offer, write it super clean. Um, if you see something you don't like in the house, unfortunately, you're not going to get your way on it right now. So you're going to have to just deal with it or understand that you're going to have to fix that. And uh, you may have to write for over asking um, just to get in the ball game on it. So it's going to be challenging. You're going to have to act quickly and you may strike out a few times before you, you land the home of your dreams and you have to be ready and available to look at these properties. Um, and some, again, the lower tier price points, you may even have to um, agree to buy the home virtually and then maybe put in a contingency that you get to go in and look at it within the next 24 hours because there are some people that are buying these things sight unseen. That's It's that competitive out there. Okay, now let's talk a little bit about the mid-tier. Uh, th- those are going to be homes uh, basically 350 to uh, around 500000 in my market. going to be different again in other markets. Uh, this is still fairly competitive. Uh, more than likely, if you have a home in that price range, you will likely sell it within the first week to 10 days. Uh, you could possibly have multiple showings in the first day or two. Uh, maybe even get an offer on the first day. Uh, most likely you'll have uh, more than one offer in a week, uh, week's time. So uh, it's a little bit of a different market. You may, if you don't get a perfect offer on the first offer, uh, what I'm saying is don't necessarily feel pressure that you got to take the first offer. Uh, you may want to just sit on it a little bit. If they're asking you to act quickly and it's low, uh, you may want to just sit on it uh, because you could be leaving money on the table. Um, again, sometimes it takes a, a day or two for people to get through or somebody looks at it, they're looking at two or three properties and then they settle on yours. Um, that second offer might be slightly better than that, that first offer that comes in. So don't feel like you got to act on the very first offer. As far as tips for selling the home, again, you need to be ready to move right away. Um, some of these homes do sell very quickly again, and you're going, going to need to, to move out. If you're moving up to a higher tier of pricing, um, you probably can, um, look around a little bit. You don't necessarily have to have something locked in, but I still recommend to be ready to pull the trigger on something and be ready to move in um, fairly quickly because, uh, again, there's a lot of people are just moving up into higher price tiers because they're simply not finding what they're looking for in the market. So a lot of the same selling tips are going to be applicable to the mid-tier, uh, have everything clean, ready to go, and um, you know start even getting packed up a little bit if you think you're going to list your home, that means you're likely going to sell it and you're going to need to move out. And so be prepared to have, again, a fairly quick closing, have a lot of showings on it. Um, you know, Schedule it during a time when you know that you can, you can, you can pick up and go um, and, and have that house clean every morning when you walk out the door because more than likely you're going to get some phone calls during the day of people wanting to see your house. And uh, be prepared to, uh, to be uh, lost and gone uh, it, it, late in the day because you'll probably get some showings in the evening as well. And so you might be uh, eating out or uh, going for a drive around the neighborhood um, quite often until all those showings are done. And be very upfront with your broker as far as your schedule and your time. If you have little kids and the bedtime's 8 o'clock, hey, no more showings after 7 o'clock because I want to get my kids in and get them settled. Just let them know up front so you don't get into situations where you feel like you're displaced the whole time because it, it can be very frustrating. Okay, if you're a buyer in the mid-tier, again, you still are going to need to act fairly quickly. You might be able to uh, bounce around between a couple homes before you you make a decision. But as soon as you find one that's the one, you better jump on it. And you have to understand that 
they don't necessarily make more of these. If that house is the one, jump on it, buy it. It's still very competitive. Uh, pricing is um, still going to be an issue. So you're going to need to most likely write a full price offer, maybe even slightly above um, if, if it's something that you feel is competitive. You can kind of feel it out a little bit with your broker. Um, a lot of times they'll be able to kind of get an idea like, hey, the, you know, this home's already had you know six showings on it. It just came out. That means more than likely you're going to probably have to to write that full price or slightly above uh, asking offer. Um, it's not a good time to play games, especially if it's a house you really like. Give them their price and move on because you could lose it even in this price tier. Um, we've had some nearby. Actually, we had one in my parents' subdivision and um, got listed and uh, drove by it the day it got listed. And I saw like six cars lined up in front of the house. Drove by later. There's more cars in front of the house. I'm like, I've never seen this much activity um, in a price point like this. So there are it's still highly competitive and you may be forced again to write for, for higher than what you anticipated. All right, lastly, we're going to talk about the upper tier. So this is homes uh, over 500,000 in my market, 500 to a million uh, typically is uh, that tier. And uh, this is where the new construction falls in as well. Uh, this is also very competitive. This is the first time in my company's history I'm out of single-family homes. I literally do not even have anything I could sell and move somebody in right now. So what we're seeing in this tier is a lot of people coming to us to build, and they want to start right away. And that's a challenge because we're busy, and we're not able to start them immediately. So they're they're having to wait a little bit just to get their home start. Uh, but again, for out there and buying, um, again, you know, you may see this be a little bit slower market. So you may list your home if you're a seller. You may not necessarily get an offer in the first few days. That's okay because this is a higher price point. There are less buyers in this market, although there are more and more people moving up to this tier right now just simply because they can't find anything else. And um, the, the biggest thing if you're a seller in this market, uh, the pieces of advice that I have are make sure that your house is is somewhat current as far as the trends because at this point, when people are paying a half million dollars or more, they're going to want to make sure that it kind of fits um, the style, the trend that they want. So if you have a nice home, but maybe it's got a few older things in it, like it's got Formica countertops or it's got um, uh, older style woodwork or a couple older light fixtures that really aren't in anymore, you may want to spend a few dollars cosmetically to update it and brighten the home up, update a few of those features uh, that will definitely help you sell the home. The other thing is, as a seller, and this price point is, if you do have it listed and it gets into the two-month territory and you still don't have any um, major action on it, you don't have any new offers on it, you're going to probably want to expire the home and relist it. Photos, videos are super key, so maybe uh, maybe hit some darker winter photos and uh, things like that. Well, now you're into spring, relist that home. Leave it off the market for a week or two. People are going to forget about it. And it's amazing how a brand new listing creates so much activity. People want new. The home is still the same age, but all of a sudden it's new on the market. There's a, automatically a surge of activity. So you might have just shot a little too high originally with your price. Come down a little bit. Maybe it's you know $10,000. Uh, it could be $20,000. Um, and you'll be surprised. You'll get a ton more activity, but make sure you have really fresh, bright, good pictures. You might want to pay a professional photographer. Uh, may want to have a video tour done right away as well. Um, 
put it back on the market, and uh, more than likely, you'll get some pretty good activity on it right away. Again, if, if you're getting into that 60-day uh, mark and you haven't gotten an offer on it, it's probably slightly overpriced, and uh, people are very price-sensitive still. It's funny because you can list your home for a little bit less than what you think it's worth, and you may get more than what you anticipated, but if you list it a little bit too high, you might get nobody looking at it. It's it's crazy how that works, but uh, that that's sometimes the mindset. So be a little careful with that. Um, do a few updates if you need to. And uh, as far as you know, having a plan to move and things like that depends on what you're looking at buying. You know, if you're a down downsizing type person, um, and you're going into a smaller price point, you're probably going to want to again have something in mind. Maybe not purchased yet, but uh, you know, have have an idea of a couple properties so that you can move because you might end up moving quickly, or you might be waiting a little while. Um, and again, if you're building or something like that, you're going to want to be really careful not to sell your home until your new home is almost done. Um, I have a couple people building with me right now and we're like, hey, the market's good. We should put our house on the market. And I'm like, if you don't have a place to go right now, um, do not sell your house at this point. It's too early. You are going to literally have a storm of buyers and uh, I'm not going to be able to get your house done uh, in 30 days. Uh, so please don't sell your house right now. <laughs> so that's a conversation we're having with our customers right now just to be safe and make sure that people aren't uh, selling their home too quickly and, and now trying to find and scramble and find a place to live. Uh, it's just not a situation you want to get into. Or, you know, you put all your stuff in storage and um, you got to pay for that. And now you're you're renting in a uh, you know, a, a weekly type rental thing, which you're going to pay a premium for. Um, this is not a situation you want to be in. Um, your home is probably going to sell for even more a month from now than it is today because the market is that hot. So you're better off to wait until just when you need to sell it because you might be leaving money on the table, at least for the next couple months. It could change by the end of the year, but as of right now, as long as interest rates stay the way they are, the market is is very hot. It's aggressive. It is probably one of the biggest seller markets I've ever seen. And, uh, you know, if you're a seller, you're going to do very well on it. If you're a buyer, you're going to have to be well positioned, uh, ready to jump and be willing to, to spend a little bit more to land the property of your dreams. Once again, thank you for tuning in to the Home Building Hero, broadcasting live from the Pella Windows and Doors Studio of Wisconsin. I am David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. And before you leave, Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you very soon.